0: Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Hi
1: everybody and welcome to Real Film Nerds Podcast episode number 236. My name is Candyman, your host, and with me as always, the other Candyman, mysterious Candyman talent.
2: Matt, uh, so are you uh, handing out razor blades with the candy uh, this Halloween? Is that uh, how you celebrate uh, the ending of uh, COVID?
1: Kids aren't allowed anywhere near my home, Mike, so I don't hand out candy.
2: Oh, you don't do the? Are, are are there trick-or-treaters in your neighborhood, Matt? I mean, it's it can be fun, you know?
1: No, trick-or-treaters do not come to my neighborhood. All the trick-or-treaters in Prescott go to Mount Vernon like they're
2: supposed to. Okay, all right, well. Anyway, in my neck of the woods, it's fun. It's fun to hand out candy, man. So you hand out lots of razor blade
1: candies? That's terrible, Mike. How dare you?
2: No, no, no. Not razor blade candies. Just normal candies. I would love to be, you know, the the full candy bar guy. But I just don't have the funds, man. There's so many trick-or-treaters.
1: Yeah, right. You're a big baller. You should be the full candy bar bag guy. It's like give every single kid a, a bag of full candy candy bars
2: so they just roll up in the house and i just give them a bag instead of uh them getting you know some some candy in in their bag right you
1: just give them like 15 full-size candy bars
2: now should i take their bag and just exchange it kind of thing like no that's mine now
1: well if you want or are you going to be one of the evil people that will give them toothbrushes instead the evil people
2: are those the evil people not the people giving razor blades it's the toothbrush people no because the razor blades
1: usually still have candy
2: okay all right gotcha gotcha so like people giving out the uh like fruits or apples or anything that's terrible too right
1: yeah yeah that's just as bad yeah yeah although you know the benefit of a toothbrush over an apple or an orange or a carrot or whatever the hell else people give away you could turn that toothbrush into a shank.
2: Ah, and uh, go go after the person who gave it to you and be like, I want my revenge. Or when you go to jail. Okay, all right. Well, I'm pretty sure you would have a hard time getting that through jail. But, you know, somehow there's all this stuff in jail. So somebody gets stuff in somewhere and we all know where it usually is. So we don't need to talk about it, Matt.
1: Yeah, you just got to have a big keister pocket. Yes,
2: <laughs> yeah, big keister pocket is right now. <laughs> All right, man. I think I think it's time we've diverged enough. Let's let's talk about this excellent movie, Candyman, a spiritual sequel to the original.
1: So, Mike, are you talking about the horrible garbage that is Candyman 2021 for Real Film Nerds episode number two hundred and thirty six that you're gonna give a rundown to?
2: Yes, I am talking about that movie. And Matt, I actually genuinely like this movie quite a bit. So uh, I, I guess we're going to have another fun one. Another another big disagreement on on, on the nerds on what, what movies do what. So get ready, everybody. Matt, so you, are you ready for the rundown right now, Matt?
1: Of course, Mike. I am anxiously awaiting the words coming out of your mouth for the rundown of Candyman 2021
2: all right so uh candyman 2021 it's directed by nia DeCosta, written by jordan peele win rosenfield uh screenplay was nia DeCosta, and this movie is starring uh i'm gonna screw this name up yay um, yay abdul mateen the second or ya 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 Abdul mateen the second i think and uh, Tiana Paris, uh Nathan Stewart Jarrett, and Coleman Domingo. Well, the IMDb says it's a sequel to the horror film Candyman 1992 that returns to the now-gentrified Chicago neighborhood where the legend began. Cabrini Green.
1: Go ahead, Mike. You're anxiously wanting to talk about this movie that you're going to give five out of five reels to.
2: <sighs> so, Matt, yeah, no, I really like this movie. I thought it was... A good fresh look at uh, the kind of the original movie and i liked the way that pretty much everything was done in this i liked the little like shadow puppet characters and some different things that they did i don't know man i i i, I had fun watching this movie i thought it was well done i like the gentrified thing because that's a real problem and it was interesting to see how they kind of baked that in there i mean i guess it's a Problem, not problem. Depends on who's looking at it. And um, it was just, I don't know. I, you know, I I think part of it is, Matt, I really want it to be fall. And this is like a little early, you know, like the pumpkin beers have already started to come out. And this is like an early horror movie that started to come out. That's kind of long. And so it's just, it's getting me ready. You know, I really like uh, the horror movies in October. You know, we got our Harvest Horror Fest coming up. So, I don't know. That's that's what I'm thinking, man.
1: Mike, you're going to have to pick movies for the Harvest Horror Fest. You know there's a bunch coming out in the theaters, too, that we're probably going to have to watch. Which is lovely because I have so much time to go to the movie theaters now.
2: Yeah, you love it, right? Like, how was the, how was the theater experience for this one, Matt? It was
1: empty. There was no one at the theater. And I agree with them.
2: You just really didn't like this movie, man. It was nothing, boring. Nothing. Uh, it was very I, boring. All right. All right. Mike, I, I, I fell really asleep. Did you
1: really? Yes. <laughs> no, I never fall asleep during movies, but I damn well should have. It was very boring. I mean, there was a lot of expose. And okay, explain this to me. Why do they have to keep telling us who the Candyman is? Over and over and over and over. We got it the first time.
2: Oh, uh, I think that's to reintroduce it to the new generation. So Matt, Matt, imagine all the people that haven't seen the 1992s.
1: Okay, so you're misinterpreting Candyman. me. I'm talking about the beginning of the movie. They ex- clearly explain who the Candyman is. And then they explain it about three or four more times throughout the film. At least.
2: Oh, I think it was just to have the characters talking about it, to just have something to talk about. I don't know, man. You're you're right. They do in the the movie, they re-explain it at least three times.
1: It's an hour and a half long movie, and 30 minutes of it is just telling you who the Candyman is. That's wasted time. Now, don't get me wrong. There are things I do like about this film. I liked the cinematography. I liked the shadow stick puppet characters that they use for telling the story, especially in the end credits. That was really neat. But overall, this movie was very boring and it dragged and it seemed a whole hell of a lot longer than an hour and a half to me.
2: Matt, you're entitled to your opinion, but I liked it. I thought it was, I thought it was a unique look and an interesting like reintroduction into like the Candyman world and, I thought it was fun, man. I liked it. I don't know,
1: dude. It was. It took forever for them to finally kill someone, and they kill some people, and then they take like a whole another hour, and then they kill more people, and then they take a whole another hour and they kill more people. One thing I did like though is how you never really see the Candyman you know during the murderings you just see them in reflections and stuff but you know where else they did that was a film that we were gonna review this year i went and saw it in the theaters and you never got around to it because of the the vid oh actually it was last year it was the invisible man it was very reminiscent of the invincible man
2: ah uh, no i didn't get around to seeing that and i should see it man
1: i don't know what but it's I- on now but that was a really good movie
2: I did like the way that they kind of shot some of the, the sequences, um, which we shouldn't talk about quite yet because of the, the, the spoilers. But I can go ahead and ask you, Matt, what are you drinking this fine evening, morning, afternoon, daybreak?
1: Well, Mike, I am drinking at daybreak and I am drinking a of Ultra because it is a great morning beer.
2: Yeah, just a little bit of that in your Cheerios really gets you going.
1: No, 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 no. The beer goes in the coffee pot. You heat it up, add some French vanilla creamer, and then you kick it down. It's like morning
2: coffee. Okay. All right. All right. I got gotcha. you. Um, I, in the spirit of uh, fall and this movie, have uh, am drinking something called Pumpkin. It's an imperial uh, pumpkin ale. And, you know, I'm just I'm just roaring to go, you know, falls kind of in the air because there's PSLs and all kinds of things. And Matt, for for people who don't drink Starbucks, that's pumpkin spice latte.
1: Yeah, I don't drink. I don't, I don't go to
2: the Bucks. Well, yeah, dude, I didn't think you had 10 bucks to get a coffee.
1: I don't. I don't. I can't spend that on a meal. I mean, I, I spend five dollars. You know, the McChickens are a dollar each. I can get five of them. And it's a good that's a good lunch. It's a little that spicy. Is a good lunch. But you know. Yeah,
2: no, that that's a great lunch, man. Nothing wrong with that.
1: Are you adhering to the rules that you're going to drink a pumpkin beer every week from here on out instead of IPAs? Because there's clearly only two beers you drink. You drink pumpkin and you drink IPAs.
2: I drink something every uh, you know, every once in a while that's not one of those, but yeah, a pumpkin idea. Yes, for, for, uh, yeah, for you're right, Matt. For the majority of my uh, the pods, it's it's an IPA or it's a pumpkin. But hey, that's that's okay. I, you know what I like, and that I I drink it.
1: I'm just surprised you're not more bitter because with all that bitterness going into you, you would think it would come back out, but clearly it doesn't.
2: You're right, Matt. Um, often, I feel like uh, it doesn't make me a bitter person, and that's a good thing.
1: Well, maybe you're not drinking enough IPAs then.
2: Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not. You know, time will tell.
1: And then I'm drinking too many.
2: Yeah, you don't ever drink them, but that's one too many, right?
1: Yes, because I'm way, way too bitter as it is. So if I start adding in the bitterness, Mike, I I wouldn't know if we would still have a podcast because it wouldn't be the real film nerds. It would be uh, Matt's rants of bitterness and anger and hatred.
2: Yeah yeah but Matt wouldn't two bitters equal a positive like a uh upper?
1: I don't know if it works like that mike so but so it would be the bitter of the beer and my bitter soul would make me angelic
2: sure, we'll go with angelic <laughs> the candy man over there you heard it yeah uh, Candyman. candy man he's he's angelic.
1: Okay, Mike. All right, fine. I'll stop digging around. Mike, how does the Candyman that I don't like relate to the Marvel Cinematic
2: Universe? Wait, 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 man! What? Did you tell me your beer that you're drinking?
1: I did. I I said I was drinking a Michelob Ultra.
2: Oh, yeah, you did. All right.
1: You asked me the question in the first place.
2: I did. I did. All right. Marvel Cinematic Universe. Hold on.
1: How many pumpkin ales have you had, Mike?
2: Enough. Clearly, clearly enough. Yes.
1: Okay, Mike. So let me do it again. How does Candyman 2021 relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe?
2: All right, Matt. So this one is a little bit difficult. Uh, once again, this movie doesn't have a huge cast, uh, and I had to search down the the deep, dark IMDb rabbit holes. But what I came out with was Kevin Carter worked on Captain Marvel as a contact lens painter, and also worked on this movie as a contact lens painter. So, it's an interesting job. He, he was under the art... Art directors, so it's kind of cool job. Different.
1: Is that, like, on the IMDb's, like, contact lens painter? Yes. That really sounds like it should be in the category of, like, pubic hairstylist.
2: <laughs> Jeez, man, I hope, I hope, uh, come on, that's all right. That's an all right job, right? Or fluffer. I mean, <laughs> uh... Yeah, I guess. <laughs> you you wouldn't you just could you couldn't let it go, huh? You just
1: I couldn't let it go. It's a fine job. What? It's
2: a fine job. What? It's a fine job, man. The contact lanes painter. You you, you think it's <laughs> pubic hair stylist? That's not cool. <laughs> well,
1: Well, Mike, I mean, it's just a really random job. Like, yeah, what do you do for a living? I paint contacts for Hollywood stars. You don't paint anything else? Nope, just contacts. (laughs) You don't paint like sets? Nope, contacts. That's it. We got blue ones and green ones and
2: red ones. Yellow ones for the Star Wars. Hey, man. I'll look him up, see if he's on your Star Wars. If he's on the Wars, you'll be a better fan.
1: How many contact lens painters can there be? (laughs) I mean, I'm sure it's not a really high-in-demand, you know, profession.
2: (laughs) Well, you've got to wonder, man, how how do you even get into that? Like, one day I was just painting my eyeball, and I was like, wait a second.
1: Well, clearly you go, the, go to the Art Institute for contact lenses, and you take an extensive hardcore curricular that takes 15 years, and then you have a doctorate in painting contact lenses, and then you can go work in Hollywood painting contact lenses.
2: Oh, okay. Well, if that's the path, I better get on it.
1: All right. For those of you who are professional contact lens painters, please send all your complaints to mike at realfilmnerds.com.
2: No, 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 that's Matt at (laughs) RealFilmNerds.com.
1: All right, Mike, let's move on. I think I've made enough
2: funnies out of contact lens painters. I can't believe
1: that's a job.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Matt, yeah, I mean, come on, man. You were were ripping on this movie before the pod started, and you you said you've taken uh, turds that were better than this movie.
1: I have. I have. I've had some very enjoyable turds in my life, (laughs) like most people. You know? <laughs> I've had some as long as this movie, too. And, I mean, I don't recommend those.
2: <laughs> oh, man. Hour and a half. Turd. That's a... Yeah, <laughs> yeah I need I feel more like you blew out a Yeah, I feel like you blew a gasket or something, right? I blew you something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mike. <laughs> this is getting really silly. we got to stop this. Mike, go ahead. Spoil your favorite movie of the year, Candyman 2021. Go ahead.
2: Uh, all right. Uh, I liked
1: uh, this time without coughing.
2: <laughs> I liked the uh, the way that some of the murders were done in this movie, where it was like there's this one pullback shot uh, from the hotel, like or apartment, where you know it's it, you're you've kind of at a distance in about center frame but it's still kind of small and then you see this person kind of walking around and then and then all of a sudden they're like floating and then getting their throat slit uh it was i thought that was great i thought it was cool how that was done
1: you're talking about the murdering of the art critic yes yes that was a well done shot but again it took a whole three hours to get to that second murder of the art critic from the first one
2: (laughs) all right you're, you're correct, Matt. It was a, a while before it happened again.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, they had to explain who the Candyman was again.
2: You're right. There was some of that. I don't know. It didn't detract uh, from the movie, in my opinion. And I don't know. I just I thought it was cool, man. I, I thought the flow of the movie was pretty good. I didn't feel it was as boring as you did. I don't know. Maybe it was just, I don't know. Maybe it was just the day I went and how I was feeling at that moment. I don't know.
1: I don't know, dude. It was was boring and arduous to me, but I keep talking about that. So let's talk about the real spoiler that everyone's talking about, the return of Tony Todd at the very end of the movie. I was really hoping he was going to be in it, like more than just at the very end.
2: Uh, I was surprised that he was in it, and I thought it was kind of cool.
1: No, I thought it was great, but I wish he would have been in in it more. Because like the Candyman they kept popping up was not Tony Todd; it was a different actor.
2: Yes, that's true.
1: So it was, and they explained that that was the most recent Candyman. But I thought Tony Todd was the most recent. I didn't understand that.
2: I think it was just a kind of a fun cameo, honestly, Matt.
1: Well, dude, he has the voice for it, man. And he was, I don't know, he was just fantastic in the original. He really was. And I like that they went into the backstory of the other candy men, explaining that this is a thing that's been passed on generation by generation, that it's always persecuted men, black men specifically.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this movie definitely uh, brings up some interesting social points like the original Candyman. This one was talking more about the gentrification of uh, the Caprini Green neighborhood and then also um, some, uh, you know, constant, uh, I guess, uh, I don't know, the easiest way to say it's like the Black Lives Matter stuff with the police relations and uh, African-Americans.
1: Well, did you find it interesting how when they kill the new candy man or turn him into the new candy man the police come in and gun him down and they don't show it like at all
2: yes um yeah they didn't show it at all they they just let us imagine it and that's easier than it should be
1: well they let us know it happened because you heard the gunshots and then they say, you know, oh my god, you killed him, you know, kind of thing. But you never see it. I thought that was an interesting take on the the murdering or the creation of the new candyman.
2: Yeah. No, that uh, that was uh that was a creative way to do it. And it's through the kid's eye who just got some candy and was just trying to do his laundry. Although, I mean, it's super creepy that some guy just comes out of the wall, I will you know, admit that. Okay, so you're getting mixed up.
1: I'm talking about the end. The new Candyman? Oh, the, in, the,
2: the end of the part
1: of it? Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, you're getting it mixed up. That is creepy that he came out of the wall. I'm talking about the main character who becomes the new Candyman and how they murdered oh, okay. him in cold blood. He literally wasn't moving. He was just lying there because he was either in shock or unconscious because of a spell or something that Colin Domingo put on there or whatever but they never showed him being murdered but yes that's true the candy man from the 70s i believe was 77 uh the dude that had the hook for the hand came out of the wall and they don't show him dying either they show the aftermath they show like blood and stuff but they don't show him actually being beat
0: yeah
2: yeah
1: so that kind of Um, goes along with the not showing like the candy man doing his murders
2: yeah, I guess it's an overall theme of this this movie, and uh, I don't know. It, I don't think it took away from the movie. You still got the idea of what was happening, and uh, you know, you either heard it or or you you were led to know what happened just by um, the characters later on saying, "Oh, did you hear this person was murdered or whatever?"
1: Yes, correct. But I, I'm just saying, it's an interesting aspect of the film. It's a clear choice that they did not show. The black men being murdered.
2: Yeah. And then the well the one scene was kinda intense, Matt, right yeah. before our new candyman is kind of becoming the new candyman when uh the guy cuts off his hand. Oh dude, that uh, was that was brutal. Yeah, he cuts yeah, off his whole like, arm. Wh- that was brutal. What? What is he doing? Yeah. Uh yeah, that was that was that was the thing,
1: well, I have to applaud him for the makeup on that because I mean that beasting that turned into basically a giant tumor, I don't know how else to describe it, you know, slowly eating him away and changing him was horrific. I mean, it looked extremely realistic, it was freaky,
2: it did look really realistic, and it was very well done um I kind of felt like part of the slow part of the movie is getting you into understanding what's going on with him and how he's just falling apart and like, I don't know, just becoming more and more the Candyman.
1: Now, what about the big twist and almost the, uh, shamalama ding dong twist that the main character was the baby from the original Candyman?
2: I liked it, Matt. I liked it. I didn't see it coming for once. I, I really didn't see it coming because it, it you know, it it seemed like it was kind of a sequel, but not a sequel. I feel like it tried to keep the story that was in the first one and just build upon it. Um but I did not see that coming, Matt. Did you see it? No,
1: I didn't see it at all, and I really enjoyed that aspect of the film because it kinda of blindsided me because I didn't think they were gonna tie it so direct. Into this film And it, it worked It worked really well I mean I I don't Say I wish they would have introduced it sooner But I wish they might have Capitalized on it a little bit more I think that might have made it a better film
2: Yeah I mean we don't really find out Until our character goes to the hospital To get treated for said bee, bee sting Where they're like oh it's nice to see you back He's like back I wasn't What do you mean yeah you were born here What No wait a second and then he goes and talks to his mom i like that i thought that was cool
1: i also wish there was a little bit more of the gentrification talk there was quite a bit but i wish there would have been a little bit more that would have helped uh and then also i mean why did the biggest gripe is just they keep telling you who the Candyman is over and over and over we get it we get it you told us in the beginning of the movie who he was so i don't know mike anything else you want to add
2: um, I love the art piece that was in the beginning, kind of in the beginning-ish part of when uh, there's a show that his uh, significant other, I think his girlfriend, is is hosting, and and he's he needs to put in a piece, and he puts a mirror in, and then just says the thing about the Candyman. I was like, is that really art? <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> okay so uh, I, I,
1: I was like that was interesting no i thought that piece was very very good um so it's not his girlfriend's show his girlfriend works at the gallery see being a person that's had to do this shit um
2: oh okay all right break it down
1: man. his the the curator of the show was the dude that was murdered with his girlfriend while looking at the piece And if you remember, Mike, the mirror is only one portion of the entire piece. When you open up the mirror, inside of the mirror is like a shed or like a little room with a bunch of pieces uh, of horrific imagery of the Candyman and different things of the Candyman. And so that's why it was a very strong piece, if you ask me, because as you see in the film... There's a college student there clearly doing a thesis or something or looking at the art. She looks at the note that says, say my name five times, looks at the mirror, looks at the note, and then walks away. Where the art critic, who's trained in you know, art and all these other things, realizes that it's an interactive piece, walks up and opens the mirror, and there's everything in the back. Gotcha. And it's real interesting because later on we get that reference To the high school, not high school, the college kids in the bathroom later where they're saying Candyman all together.
2: Oh, yeah. That was some of the murders, man. You know, some of that stuff you were looking for.
1: I wasn't looking for murders, Mike. I'm just saying it needs to. For a horror movie, I mean, there's really high highs and really low lows. There's no like consistent consistency of a horror movie like you're used to. I just don't think it worked.
2: Well, I like that it didn't have all the jump scare stuff, and it didn't try to do that. Yeah, I
1: agree with that. Jump scares are cheesy. I'm not a fan of that.
2: So I felt it was more of like a psychological build up. Like as as the um, beasting is getting worse and worse, you're kind of falling into this trance of whatever's going on with this character. Uh, at least I I was, and that's why I liked it.
1: Oh no, dude! It's still a hardcore slasher
2: okay man well think
1: about it the first two murders i mean he blatantly cuts open their throats and you see the blood spurting out and going everywhere i mean it's it's a slasher
2: all right man it's still a slasher yeah damn right but it it was different it was a, a much different look and i think that's why i liked it so much man it was just a different approach to the slasher movie and no. Um, I like some of the no. topics that they no. were dealing with. It was more no. realistic.
1: No, you love no. horror movies. That's all it is.
2: Okay. Alright. I don't like every horror movie though, you know?
1: I mean, not everything is a masterpiece like Killer Clowns from Outer Space.
2: That's true. It's true. Matt, what what is the one that we have to watch? The silly silly time murder? Or what what is the one that you got for us to get for the next Harvest Horror Fest. Yeah, I
1: got to look into it. I forgot the name of it, but I watched the one with Nicolas Cage in it. Didn't I talk about it on the pod? I don't know if I talked about it.
2: I think you said you were going to try and watch the one with Nicolas Cage. Was it good? Oh,
1: no, dude. It was so bad. It was on. It's on Hulu. For those of you who have Hulu, I don't know if it's still on there, but it was on Hulu when I watched it. And it's the same as this movie that I purchased for like $2, except for this one with Nicolas Cage was atrocious he's the only person you'll recognize in the entire movie it looks like a b movie he literally nicholas cage literally does not say one word because i think they couldn't afford him to say a word he's dead silent the entire movie so wait wait
2: he never says a word Not
1: one word through the entire freaking movie i think it's called that
2: definitely means they didn't have to pay him that much, right
1: so I think it's called like Willy's Wonderland or something like that. Wally's Wonderland. I don't know. It's a bunch of animatronic creatures that kill people. And Nicolas Cage kills them back, I guess is a nice way to put it. And it was just, I don't know, dude. It was not uh, It was not good at all. I do not recommend that. Uh, I definitely don't want to do it for Harvest Horror Fest.
2: Okay. Wow.
1: All right. So, okay, Mike, how many reels do you give Candyman 2021?
2: All right, man. So this one's going to be shocking to you, but I give this four reels out of five.
1: No, when you said you like it, I know you're going to give it a high rating. I figured you were going to give it a four and a half or a five because you love horror movies.
2: I do. I really do love horror movies. And this uh, this one was fun to me, Matt, which reminds me, Matt, maybe we should do that one crazy horror movie that I watched. Uh, it's called Revenge. It was like Italian or something. And I told you to watch it and then you couldn't watch it. And it was it was like it was on Amazon and then it wasn't. And... Dude, well, what's we on should do there? that one. I'm not gonna I don't pay know for what it's it. on now. We <laughs> yeah, it w- it was a great movie. I want you to watch that one. But, but it's it's a revenge horror movie. Ooh. So it is a horror movie. I know it's a re- revenge movie, but I didn't
1: know it was a horror movie. We need to discuss our Harvest Horror Fest, Mike, not on the podcast so we can start planning out films because we need to start getting that going because it is almost September.
2: It's true. We do need to get that going, Matt. I'll work on it. Actually,
1: when this podcast airs, it will be September
2: because it'll be September 1st. Man. Time's a flying Matt. My new imba- baby is inborn or inbound. Woo.
1: Dude.
2: Crazy time. I'm times. still
1: upset. I'm still upset. Stop reminding me. So now I'm gonna sit at home with a bottle of booze for my fortieth birthday and cry into it. That sounds like a well, that, that sounds like my that doesn't sound one of my last fun. birthdays.
2: Well maybe maybe I can get you some blantons.
1: That would be nice. That would be nice. I would not drink all that in one night because that's a good drink. That'd be your your happy tears. Yeah, the bottle of Crown I got over (laughs) here, I would drink in one night, though. Although Crown's pretty good, too.
2: Yeah, Crown's pretty good.
1: All right, Mike. So I give this movie not a good rating. I give it two and a half reels. I did not like it. I do not think people should watch this.
2: Okay, that's fine, man i i i definitely recommend people watch this movie i don't know if you need to see it in the theater but i think i think you should go watch it especially if you like the first Candyman. it is i think i heard them say is somebody else say spiritual sequel but it's more like just a sequel sequel but anyway dude i, I like that's it. what
1: it says on the freaking imdb
2: It does. It does. (laughs) You're like I don't know who said it. IMDb did. (laughs) No, no. People said spiritual sequel. They didn't say like sequel, sequel because it doesn't say Candyman two or anything. Just says Candyman.
1: Well, it's like the Suicide Squad versus Suicide Squad. It's a sequel. Everyone knows it's a sequel, but it's still just the Suicide Squad. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Which I definitely recommend over. Candyman 2021, it was so much more fun.
2: Oh, geez, there, there it is. You just had to keep, just have to keep jabbing, jab, jab, jab. Fine,
1: fine, Mike. Speaking of jabbing, let's get back to the theaters again next week, Mike, because there is another Marvel Cinematic movie that is coming out, and you know we can only watch those on the theaters.
2: All right, let's get it, let's get it done, Matt.
1: So, Mike, we are going to go and watch. Shang Chi, and the Legend of the Ten Rings.
2: All right, every time you say it, man, I want to hear it like that. Shang
1: Chi, and the Legend of the Ten Rings, dude. I'm looking forward to this one. I think it'll be fun. I mean, this is a completely different road for uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I mean, it's it's a it's a uh, hardcore action. Um, I don't want to say karate film, but martial arts film. There we go. Martial arts. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to say just like one particular martial art. It's it's going to be fun. I think it'll be cool seeing a big blockbuster martial arts film. I'm so used to watching the B movie martial art films, you know, from the 80s and 90s.
2: Yeah, no, it, uh, it's been a long time since I've seen a really good martial arts movie. Um, there's that one I always tell you about, which I always forget its name. Bloodsport? No, no, that came out mm, within the last 10 years. That's just oh, raid. completely epic. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. it. I haven't gotten to watch that, that yet still.
1: Cuz it was on Netflix dude, that, for a
2: long time and now it's not anymore. That movie is unbelievable, man.
1: Yeah, and that was the dude that stars in that was in uh, Mortal Kombat. He was the dude that played Sub-Zero.
2: Oh, okay. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. No. He was amazing.
1: Dude, he was. He's the only other person they've had to tell to slow down because uh, the camera can't keep up with him. The only other person was Bruce Lee. That was pretty cool.
2: Yeah. No, he's. Uh, that that movie, The Raid or Raid, was so good. And I just went and saw that in the theater, like on a whim, and I was like, "What is this?"
1: Well, I did like the last Mortal Kombat. It was a pretty good martial arts movie. It wasn't fantastic, but it was still pretty good.
2: Okay. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of fun to see some of those characters come to life in a movie. And it was more like the video game that we grew up playing, you know, and less like the original Mortal Kombat that just had a decent soundtrack.
1: Yeah, yeah. I really, dude. I really did like how close they stuck to the characters and the special moves, and that was fun. It was still cheesy as hell, but it was still a fun movie. I liked it. So, Shang Chi, you have a lot to live up to.
2: All right, man. Let's, uh, see how uh, Marvel continues to slay the theaters. Well, let's see if this one continues oh, on. Oh no,
1: dude! They've been pretty pissy about what happened with Black Widow, so. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, because Black Widow, it did a, it did the best out of just about any movie up to that point in COVID land, but now they're like just, well, it should have made more money, and now we're being sued by ScarJo, and I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, I've heard rumors that if Shang-Chi doesn't do well, that they're going to push back the Eternals, which that would suck.
2: Why would they push it back? To, like, redo scenes or something? No,
1: to wait push it back to like summer to train or push it back for a again to try and get more butts in the seats you know
2: oh okay yeah that would suck because that just holds the whole like marvel cinematic train on hold right?
1: like that's what happened with black widow that's why all of a sudden we're getting shang chi in september and eternals right now i think is scheduled for like december or january or something i think it's december right around like christmas and Eternals is going to be a completely different movie for Marvel, too. Not as different as a hardcore martial arts movie, but it's still going to be pretty different because it's a it's more mythical. It's a lot more along the lines of like like Thor and stuff like that. So.
2: Yeah, well, they'll uh, hopefully they still stick to the schedule and it'll be all good, man.
1: I hope so, too, Mike. I hope so, too. There's a lot of Marvel stuff coming out. You've been watching What If? I have not. What If is fun. It's really fun. I like it.
2: Okay. All right. We'll we'll
1: start watching it.
2: Get two seconds. Yeah,
1: But that's that's one of my favorite uh, comics is What If, because it's all just like the zaniest ideas they've come out with. And, you know, What If started in the, the 70s, I think, too.
2: All right. Great, man. So
1: it's a lot of fun. I recommend it. It's not as good as the other Marvel shows, but it's still, it's a lot of fun. So, all right, Mike, we'll do your thing.
2: All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody, and make sure to follow us on the socials—Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram—and we'll catch you next week. We're reviewing Shang Chi, the Legend of the Ten Rings.
1: Good job, Mike.
2: You got it. I didn't. I, I, I don't have the. I don't have the ring that you do to it. But anyway, it's okay. So, uh, all right. All right. Well, uh, thanks, everybody, for listening once again. And, uh, you know, make sure you go out there and stream a movie or watch a movie. And uh, catch us next week. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and
0: Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie.
3: Nothing short of a miracle. He made it. Matt Hinshaw from the Real Film Nerds podcast in studio this morning on Magic 99.1. I'm not even going to ask how you're doing because I already know. Oh, I'd
1: just like to apologize to all <laughs> the police officers on Highway 69. <laughs> <laughs> the silver streak was not me, I swear.
3: <laughs> Matt forgot his coffee and he texts me. He's like, I'm going to be late. I've got to go back for the coffee. I will not make it through the day without it. I totally get you, Matt. I 100%. Won't. Yep. Yeah. I yeah. will not make it. No, no. You're tired. I only, I I only
1: do the one, but I do the one cup, and right, that's it.
3: Right. I usually do two. I've only had one today, and I thought feel okay you sure yeah <laughs> you tell me all right it seems yeah. like one large cup one large cup possibly don't judge <laughs> all right let's talk about the movies you went and saw the remake of the candy man over the weekend you saw it in theaters yes in theater? the
1: only place you can see it okay. is in the theaters and yeah it's more of a uh reimagining slash sequel it's a modern day kind of okay. candy man all
3: right um
1: the world is loving it. It's made all kinds of money this weekend. Yes, I think it's number one at the box is. office. Uh, this is, you know, I'm not everybody. Right. I don't understand why <laughs> I really, I did not think it was
3: great. I told you that when I watched the first one, the first one was great. It was not I great. The original <laughs> from 1992. It, was, it wonderful. was not great. It was, it was bizarre. Well then now you need to go watch this and no, you'll I'm probably not. love this one. I'm not going to, I'm not going to
1: check it out. Well, it's, in my opinion, yeah. it's boring yeah. and it drags. I thought the first one
3: was boring and it drags. Oh, no.
1: The first one was wonderful compared to this.
3: <laughs> There's a
1: few scenes that are like really good and really intense, but yeah. overall, as a whole, I was not impressed. I was really kind of let down. Oh, too
3: bad. Well, like you said, the world is loving it. I mean, 8.3 for IMDb, 85% on Rotten Tomatoes, 80% of uh, Google users liked the movie.
1: I can't recommend it. I I can't. I'll be honest. I can't. Even not being a horror movie fan, I, it, it was droll. It was very just...
3: Well, was it because it's... Was it so similar to the first one that you no, just knew what was going to happen? No,
1: it's a different story. Okay. I mean, there's things, you know, it plays on the myth of Candyman and saying his name five times in the mirror. Is it five or three? Five. Oh. Five in this movie. That's why it wasn't working for me. Uh, well, here, go. Look, <laughs> no, look no, and I'm do it a couple more.
3: I'm good. You really don't want to do that, huh? You won't go in the bathroom with me and say Candyman oh, five times looking in the mirror. Look at me. I'm scared. <laughs> I know you are. <laughs> My size, come on! Hey, is that a fat you joke? Really thi- no, like, <laughs> no, you really think Candyman's going to come no. through the mirror? No, definitely not. Okay, now you got me a little scared. If you don't want to <laughs> do it, I'm not going to do it. Okay, so but, how many um, reels are you going to give it?
1: Uh, I still feel I'm being gracious, but I give it
3: like two and a half. Two and a half? Well, yeah, uh, that's fifty percent. I'd give it two if I was you. Uh, <laughs> Okay. You haven't even seen it, well, so no. you need to go see it, and now you can tell us. Right, but I know how you grade movies. Yeah, and, well, uh, so there's there's I... there's
1: some things I like, but overall, I was really let down. I really expected more. Right, okay. The, okay, all, the cinematography was wonderful. All right. The camera work was great. There's some—I'm uh, not trying to ruin it, but there's some— body like skin like things going what, nudity? on nudity there's
3: nudity in the movie
1: oh so much my mom won't be on to talk <laughs> about it later no. <laughs> <probably loved> it. <laughs> no there was there was no nudity no oh, okay he has things going on uh on his skin and his Ew. yes Ew. from things like and lesions? that was really like uh, scabies oh no way worse <laughs> Tattoos? but um, no Tell no me. he was like he got like the this bee sting in his hand and it like morphed and started like Taking over and scarring oh. like his body and stuff. Oh, okay, and the makeup for it was, it was amazing, wonderful. Okay. I mean, it was very good. That was probably one of the scariest things. Was this like tiny little beastie that turned into this just like body like deforming scar kind of thing and it was just that was one of the freakiest best parts of the whole movie okay
3: all right so you give it two and a half two and a half and uh we're gonna check in with ma henshaw and see what your mom saw about thought about the boom i can't talk this morning i only get paid to do this (laughs) you have that effect on me i think
1: i have that effect on a lot of women no
3: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, we're checking in with Ma Hinshaw coming up next on Magic. Good morning, Magic 99.1. Who's this? Hi, this is Ma Shah. Good morning, Ma Shah. How are you today? <laughs> oh, I'm fine. It's nice and cool down here. Oh, because you're calling from Sierra Vista, correct? Correct. Correct. And yeah. you listen to us live on uh, Magic991.com. Is that correct as well, Ma Shah?
0: Uh, yes, I think so.
3: Yeah. <laughs> well, we know it's not over the air because we don't reach you in uh, Sierra Vista. But I'm glad you called this morning because your your um one and only son just told us that he wasn't real crazy about Candyman. What did you think about the movie, Ma?
0: Oh, let me tell you. I personally really liked the first Candyman. Okay. I thought it was scary. Yeah. I really liked it. it I, you know, I, I'm a scary person at times. I watched
2: <laughs> I can Halloween vouch for that.
0: and Friday the 13th and, and all of them. Right. <laughs> but I was disappointed. Oh, it, uh, no. To me, it was not that scary. It was, For one thing, it was too dark when they had the scary parts you know what yeah, I mean yeah. it was dark dark you know and uh, uh, the one part that I found very scary which Matt would disagree with me was the part in the girl's restroom
3: <laughs> in, the, gr- oh, in the girl's restroom what happened Ma Can you- <laughs> well th-
0: the girl gets locked in and oh. she can't get out yes that is
3: very <laughs> scary
0: I agree with you 100% <laughs> <laughs> Mirror in the high school or college girls' restroom. Never did they have clean mirrors. Clean mirrors. I want to kiss the mirror? Oh, no way. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Tell me, Ma, would you go into the bathroom and say Candyman five times in the mirror right now? No. No way. No. Oh,
0: no, no, Matt no. Won't either. I did, I think the end was really cool because I sat there and said, It's just a car mirror, you know. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And uh, that was kind of interesting, you know. But (laughs) spoilers. On average, I would say it was. I fell asleep three times. I'll be honest with you. You, my husband, stayed awake. But he did he like it?
3: How many sofa recliners is he giving?
0: (laughs) Yeah, how, and how many lazy boys. trying to scare me. He was trying to scare me. I, <laughs> I was watching the movie, and all of a sudden something grabbed my ankle, and I <laughs> I didn't scream, but I jumped a lot. Oh and God. it was my husband. He had very long arms. <laughs> he has you very know. very long grabbed <laughs> my ankle, and I'm like, ah! You know? <laughs> I love it. I love it. I wish
3: I could have been there, mahinshaw How many cookies are you giving it?
0: Oh. Uh, I'm really sorry because I know they tried, but remakes are pretty tough. Yeah. I think I'm I'm gonna give it a two, I two think. Cookies. I just really it didn't ring my bell okay. very much. Okay. It was like, eh, you yeah. know,
3: yeah, and Matt said there was no nudity, which you really were disappointed about.
0: <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> oh, my husband, definitely. My husband's like, Wait, what what?
3: <laughs> right. I'm sure. I'm sure. Oh, it's always a pleasure to chat with you, Ma Henshaw, in the morning. Thank you for calling and reviewing the movie for us.
0: Well, thank you. You're just a joy. Uh, Have a good day, to you everyone. As well. <laughs> thank
3: you. Bye-bye. Bye. say goodbye to your mother okay bye ma now what are we going to be reviewing next week
1: matt next week is you know how much we love our marvel movies oh yeah so another marvel movie next week <laughs> is another marvel movie although this is a martial arts marvel movie it's oh. di- completely different
0: okay than
1: just about anything they've done up to this point it's a uh, shang chi and the legend of the ten rings
3: shang chi and legend another movie i will not see Of course not. (laughs) All right. I figured you would have seen Candyman because it was about
1: candy, right?
3: Well, yeah. No, I've already seen it. Saw the first one. Check out the podcast. It's called The Real Film Nerds. Matt, thank you. And thank your mom for joining us on what station?
1: The Magnificent Magic 99.1.
3: Nice job.